Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we are going to uh, talk about day seven of the hearings and maybe also day eight of the hearings. We may be talking about both right now. We're not sure. We know that there's going to be a hearing tomorrow. There are rumors, suggestions, of a surprise hearing occurring on Thursday in prime time. My guess is that's going to happen, but we don't know that for sure yet. So the information that is coming out when people are talking about what they're going to talk about, it seems pretty broad. This may actually be covering uh, both days because this is a lot of ground to cover in one day of hearings. But we'll have to wait and see. Maybe they plan on really running through some of this quickly. Okay, so one of the first things that is being reported that will be discussed is the White House's connections, the Trump inner circle connections to, to use their term, extremists. Now, what does that mean? We don't actually know yet <laughs> because there have been statements that have come out of people in the know that have talked about both a group of lawyers who held, let's just say, less than conventional legal theories, as well as statements related to the more militant groups that were there on the 6th. So it could be about both. Um, but again, that seems like a lot of information to cover in one day. There is also going to be a focus on a meeting that took place between Trump and, again, using their term, Team Crazy, a group of advisors, um, primarily lawyers, I guess, who uh, had a meeting with Trump, and apparently that meeting was very formative, and it may have served as a catalyst for later events. There will probably be a focus on a tweet that was made shortly after this meeting. Uh, I would expect that throughout all of this, we will get sprinkles of Cipollone's statements. Now, people familiar with what he said have said that he didn't contradict any of the other witnesses. That is really bad news for the Trump inner circle. A lot of the testimony that has just been jaw-dropping has been about stuff that he was the person who really had the closest view of. If his statements match everything else that's been said, that's really, really bad news for the Trump circle. Incredibly bad news. Um, there will apparently also be discussions about the Trump effort, or perhaps them just raising the possibility of seizing the voting machines in an effort to, again, manufacture that, that plausibility that there was something wrong with the election. Because that's what the committee has shown so far, is that early on, he knew that he didn't win, or he at least should have known and that those around him were telling him that. And then afterward, there is reported to have been 
a lot of activity aimed at altering that outcome. Um, so that's what we can expect for either day seven or day seven and day eight. I would imagine that there is also some, uh, some surprises. Like we also know that there's going to be a, uh, somebody who was very closely linked to one of the groups that was there on the 6th that is going to be providing testimony. What that's going to be, we don't really know yet. Now, in related news, there are suddenly people who are allies of the former president who, well, we're willing to talk now. We'll testify, but only if it's live. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't seem like a good idea at all. At this point, the committee has followed the template and they followed it well. Tell them what you're going to tell them. Tell them. Tell them what you told them. Tie everything together. They're doing a really good job. I think deviating from that format is a bad move. I also think it's a bad move to set the precedent that witnesses can... uh, uh, they, they get to shape the outcome uh, of the hearings. They get to shape the format. They get to make demands. That seems counterproductive. It's also worth noting that at this point in time, this is not going well for Trump. This is not going well for that circle of people. The only real card they have to play at this point is to try to delegitimize and disrupt the hearings. That's the only move they have. I don't know that that's the plan of the people who are suddenly willing to talk, but it might be. And it doesn't seem like putting them on TV live is a good idea. It's also worth noting that some of them are accused of pretty serious pretty serious crimes and their testimony is probably going to reflect that there's only so much they can say and still mount a defense um, it would be a very bad move for for anybody facing charges that serious to talk uh, candidly about what happened. So it, it seems very uh, sus to me. But, I mean, they may have the purest of motives. I don't know. It doesn't seem like a a deviation that I would make if I was, if I was running the hearings. Um, so that's where we're at. And we're going to have to wait and see how this plays out. Soon, what we would, what you would normally expect at this point, they have laid out a lot of the individual pieces. It's time to start tying them together with testimony that may even be more dramatic than what we've heard thus far. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.